Society Chit Chat Short Story Collection 99. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Literary Lapses by Stephen Leacock. Society Chit Chat As It Should Be Written. I notice that it is customary for the daily papers to publish a column or so of society gossip. They generally had it chit-chat, or on dit, or le boudoir, or something of the sort, and they keep it pretty full of French terms to give it the proper sort of swing. These columns may be very interesting in their way, but it always seems to me that they don't get hold of quite the right things to tell us about. They're very fond, for instance, of giving an account of the delightful dance at Mrs. De Smith's, at which Mrs. De Smith looked charming in a gown of old tulle with a stomacher of passementerie or of the dinner-party at mr alonso robinson's residence or the smart pink tea given by miss carlotta jones no that's all right but it's not the kind of thing we want to get at those are not the events which happen in our neighbours houses that we really want to hear about it is the quiet little family scenes the little traits of home life that well for example take the case of that delightful party at the de smith's I am certain that all those who were present would much prefer a little paragraph like the following, which would give them some idea of the home life of the de Smiths on the morning after the party. Déjeuner de luxe at the Smith residence. On Wednesday morning last at 7.15 a.m., a charming little breakfast was served at the home of Mr. de Smith. The déjeuner was given in honour of Mr. de Smith and his two sons, Master Adolphus and Master Blinks de Smith, who were about to leave for their daily travail at their wholesale bureau de fleurs et de fides. All the gentlemen were very quietly dressed in their habits de work. Miss Melinda de Smith poured out tea, the domestique having refusé to get up so early after the partie of the night before. The menu was very handsome, consisting of eggs and bacon, demi-froid, and ice cream. The conversation was sustained and lively. Mr. de Smith sustained it and made it lively for his daughter and his garçon. In the course of the talk, Mr. de Smith stated that the next time he allowed the young people to turn his maison topsy-turvy, he would see them in enfer. He wished to know if they were aware that some ass of the evening before had broken a pane of coloured glass in the hall that would cost him four dollars. Did they think he was made of argent? If so, they never made a bigger mistake in their vie. The meal closed with general expressions of good feeling. A little bird has whispered to us that there will be no more parties at the dismiss pour longtemps. Here is another little paragraph that would be of general interest in society. Dîner de famille at the boarding-house de McFiggin. Yesterday evening, at half after six, a pleasant little dinner was given by Madame McFiggin of Rock Street to her boarders. The salle à manger was very prettily decorated with texts, and the furniture upholstered with cheveux de horse, Louis XV. The boarders were all very quietly dressed. Mrs. McFiggin was daintily attired in some old clinging stuff with a corsage de whalebone underneath the ample board groaned under the bill of fare the boarders groaned also their groaning was very noticeable the piece de résistance was a hunko de boeuf boilé flanked with some old clinging stuff the entrees were pâté de pumpkin followed by fromage mcfiggin served under glass 
towards the end of the first course speeches became the order of the day mrs mcfiggin was the first speaker in commencing she expressed her surprise that so few of the gentlemen seemed to care for the hunko de boeuf her own mind she said had hesitated between hunko de boeuf boilé and a pair of roast chickens sensation she had finally decided in favour of the hunko de boeuf no sensation she referred at some length to the late mr mcfiggin who had always shown a marked preference for hunko de boeuf several other speakers followed all spoke forcibly and to the point the last to speak was the reverend mr whiner the reverend gentleman in rising said that he confided himself and his fellow boarders to the special interference of providence for what they had eaten he said he hoped the providence would make them truly thankful at the close of the repas several of the boarders expressed their intention of going down the street to a restaurant to get quelque chose à manger here is another example how interesting it would be to get a detailed account of that little affair at the robinsons of which the neighbours only heard indirectly thus delightful evening at the residence of mr alonzo robinson yesterday the family of mr alonzo robinson spent a very lively evening at their home on nth avenue the occasion was the seventeenth birthday of master alonzo robinson jr it was the original intention of master alonzo robinson to celebrate the day at home and invite a few of les garcons mr robinson senior however having declared that he would be damné first master alonzo spent the evening in visiting the salons of the town which he painted rouge mr robinson senior spent the evening at home in quiet expectation of his son's return he was very becomingly dressed in a pantalon quatre-vingt-treize and had his whip de chien laid across his knee madame robinson and the mademoiselles robinson wore black the guest of the evening arrived at a late hour he wore his habit d'esprit and had about six pouces of eau de vie in him he was evidently full up to his coup for some time after his arrival a very lively time was spent mr robinson having at length broken the huit de chien the family parted for the night with expressions of cordial good-will end of society chit-chat read by sandra in montreal 2021